Hey ladies and ladies, I'm Titus. And I'm Sophia, and this is Pink Final Podcast, your go-to for relatable trauma for the girls and the gays. Listen to us each week as we talk through our traumas from our past and present lives. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pink Final Podcast. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm okay. It's a Uh, good day here. Yes. So let's just go right into it. Let's do a checkup on it. How is your mental health today? How's everything going? Um, Mentally, I'm great. We have a new president. We have our first female vice president. Um, We're doing great mentally. Physically, I'm not doing so hot. I've started a new um, migraine medication. I'm not allowed to take any supplemental migraine medication, so I can't take any Excedrin, Tylenol, anything like that um while i'm taking it for my first like dosage so Mm -hmm. um i've had a migraine for about four days and i really want to take an excedrin because this isn't a strong enough dose i think um but i can't so physically i'm kind of low but mentally Mm -hmm. right now i'm on a high um i think it's just we started out a really good day and Mm -hmm. there are just so many good things that are going to happen that i am like manifesting happening that are a possibility of happening so i'm very excited how are how are you feeling i'm doing good i'm the same i feel great right now um physically i'm doing good i'm tired but that's because i had a giant breakfast um (laughs) but um i'm doing good i uh I'm sorry to hear about your the migraine medication, the migraines. I know that I've I haven't had a migraine in a, in a couple of months. Uh, actually, almost a it's been almost a year now for like really bad migraine. Yeah, but when I get mine, I get like I have like auras and I like see lights, so mm-hmm. I know when it's happening. But yeah, mentally I'm doing great. Physically I'm doing good. I'm just happy and excited. I started school, started classes yesterday, so that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, school. Um, but some hot new shit that yes. I want to kind of get into is um my pill time segment that I've been doing on TikTok. I've been doing it for, you know, this week, not mm-hmm. not long. But it's been not only helping me to remember to take my pills because I have mm-hmm. an alarm that's set on my phone. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any discipline around health set in stuff. yeah i feel it so even though i have an alarm i like okay there's my alarm like today i was watching all the inauguration stuff so i'm not you know i'm not paying attention to it my alarm can wait um but i always seem to find an excuse to not take my medication it's just one of those things yeah. i just don't want to do um but i started recording when I'm taking my medication because I did it once and a girl commented on it and she was like, oh my gosh, you just reminded me to take my blood pressure medication. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's yeah. really important. Yeah. Like if I don't take my medication one day, I'm not gonna like literally die. Yeah. If you don't take your blood pressure medication one day, you can little like your heart may explode. So, yeah. um, I was like, okay, I'll do this again. And the next day she was like, oh my God, you reminded me again. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to do this or maybe you need to set an alarm, but I'm going to keep doing this just in case it's going to actually help you. And then I had a couple other people say like, oh, this is actually fun. This is motivating me to keep Mm -hmm. taking my medication, Um, Mm -hmm. especially because I'm taking mental health medications that are not just like just like you know maintenance medications Mm -hmm. but they're they're actually things that are keeping me from losing my shit Mm -hmm. Um, so i think that it's inspiring people to to do that because it's really not a fun road it's really hard to get on that path Mm -hmm. so um that's just a new thing that i've been doing it's been fun to do i almost dropped one of my pills yesterday i know i saw because if i drop one of my pills and my dog gets a hold of it like that's like the end (laughs) like 
So um, it's, it's just been, it's been a lot of, a lot of fun and I've been just engaging more on TikTok and creating more on TikTok. So I've really been enjoying that. But that's my hot new shit. It's like literally the only thing I could think of. Yeah, really quick before, like I talk about my hot new shit. That reminded me of a time it was like a year ago or something. And I was having, I had like the stomach flu and I was, I had like an anti-diarrheal and I took anti-diarrheal and I dropped it on the floor and I couldn't find it. Oh no. And then later that day I found um, Ace, my dog, one of my dogs, eating it, like chewing on it. And I was like, what the heck? And he didn't poop for two days. So yes, you should definitely, (laughs) (laughs) you should definitely um, not drop them. (laughs) Yeah, no. No, but you would absolutely be like, oh, food, and yeah. just like croak. So <laughs> that would be the end. Um, my hot new shit isn't like super hot or new. It's just something that <laughs> happened recently and that's great. That um, I well, I shaved my eyebrows again yesterday. I shaved my eyebrows. <laughs> and so, like, yesterday I was um, gonna, I wanted to do a makeup because I'm was trying out something for my YouTube channel and I was like going to test something out. And I was like, okay, I got to shave my eyebrows. If I don't, I'm going to have to cover them. And I'm not about that shit. And I texted Sophia and I was like, I'm about to shave them off. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it it, it was fine. I mean, who cares? I mean, (laughs) I did makeup for the first time since like your wedding. So that's like a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It looked uh, great, though. Yeah, I mean, my mom told me I looked like I had Vulcan eyebrows, which I mean, she's not lying. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, it was it was great that I did make it for the first time in a long time, and I started school yesterday, so lots of stuff is happening. Um, I didn't start it again. I mean, I started it again. I'm not like starting it for the first time. I'm going back yeah. to school after um, a little bit of a break, but I'm doing good. Um, that's my basically the new stuff. It's like not really new, but it's new, new happening. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so um, let's get right into our main topic for this episode. Um, this episode is going to be entitled "Man, I Feel Like a Woman." I'm <laughs> um, going to be our gender talk and how we feel about it. Um, so mine's going to be pretty long. So if you want to just do like your background but like whatever on gender first and then i can go yeah, ahead and talk so my pronouns are she her um mm-hmm. they always have been i was born a cisgender female i've always been a girl i wasn't always a girly girl mm-hmm. um i did go through a very tomboy period when i was like fifth sixth grade um that was also like my punk rock phase too where mm-hmm. I would only wear jeans. I would never touch the color pink. I hated mm-hmm. anything with frills, but now like you literally can't get me. Like my room is literally pink. I love anything with glitter on it. Yes. Um, I had disco balls and fringe hanging off of my wedding bouquet. Best so, like, ever. A total three, one, what is it? 180? Would that be a yeah, 180? I mean, 360. Yeah. Three, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a totally different. Like a 900, like three freaking um, spins. <laughs> so the most girly, girly girl that you could possibly think of, um, I, I am. So, um, but all things like feminine and everything I've always identified with, I've never really identified with male type things um anything that's like stereotypically male like hunting killing video games sports uh, sports are my least favorite thing in the whole fucking world like sports can like get over themselves um but like i just like i've never gotten it i would all i've always like rather cooked and I don't really like cleaning, though. Like, cleaning can can kind of fuck off, too. I mean, um, who does? Yeah, but, like, no. <laughs> um, I also really hate laundry. So, really, I just like the cooking and eating part. Um, I like shopping. I like spending <laughs> money. <laughs> I like wearing clothes. I like buying a lot of things. So, I like that part of being a woman. Um, 
But like, it's just like, I've never really ever had to worry about my gender. Mm -hmm. I've always known that I am a woman and I've always been comfortable in the fact that I am a woman. Mm -hmm. I do struggle with the fact that I'm a woman though. Whenever I see my husband pick out a t-shirt and a pair of jeans, throw it on and just like walk out of the house mm -hmm. and I have to spend six hours, literally six hours, like planning out what I'm going to wear figuring out what I'm going to do with my hair, actually doing my makeup, my skincare, showering, then putting on my clothes, the Spanx, mm -hmm. the bra, fitting my titties into wherever they need to go. Like the actual process of becoming a woman and not a troll under a bridge, like that part of being <laughs> a woman, I freaking hate. <laughs> so there is some like male envy there just yeah. for like the looks and the ease part of it. But I've always, I've never like question like am i a woman mm. and uh, there's so much privilege with that yeah it's it's insane but yeah. but you are a very like people call you like assume that you're a woman all the time all just the way time. they dress like, yeah by like, the way i look where they i dress but so um for me um i didn't really have um didn't have the thought of like maybe i'm not a dude a man yeah uh, until i was like in high school mid high school mm -hmm. i've always um, identified with being a, like male right. like i still do i mean i still do definitely um but i just fresh off the bat i use pretty much any pronouns i go by anything um he mostly and they mostly mm -hmm. and like she in drag I mean, she, whenever, I mean, if someone usually, like you said, in public, people call me a woman, think that I'm a woman anyway. Yeah. So, and it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, but mostly um, what feels comfortable for me is like he, because that's what I've been, I grew up with and that's what I identify most with. Mm -hmm. And they, because um, again, that's what I feel most comfortable with. Um, but I didn't really think that I, my gender was different than male until I was maybe like a sophomore in high school. And that's when I really got into like, like Tumblr and like oh, Tumblr. online and like different things. And um, the first, one of the first people that I actually um, looked up to or looked at was, um, this this will kind of go into like um it's not part of our, our like look at her later but it's just someone that i like kind of looked to was um it's a queer artist by the name of cella man i don't know if you've ever heard of them mm -mm. um they are a queer non-binary artist who uh, was born female or assigned female at birth and uh, identifies as non-binary um, transmasculine has had a um has had top surgery and has is was super open about the whole process but they do uh queer and visible art and i was like when i first found them on i think i don't remember where i found them first i think it might have been twitter or or tumblr someplace like that it was um a video of them doing um they're a uh mostly they do paint artistry they do acrylic paint or like just paints in general and they had a art exhibit in new york of them um painting their gender experience over mm -hmm. like this giant studio it was like a they rented out they got the studio that let them paint on the walls like make a mural of the whole of the whole room Mm -hmm. and they completely painted the whole room and i was like what the fuck and so i went into <laughs> i was like like what is non-binary like what is like gender fluid yeah. like all <laughs> what of that does this mean and like thinking back at it like i've never been super comfortable like wearing men's clothing or stereotypically men's clothing i've always mm -hmm. whenever i would wear it it was uniforms at school like in elementary school it was like a t-shirt with a pocket on it and blue shorts right and i would wear that every single day so i didn't have to think about it right but as soon as I like got into end of middle school, beginning of high school, I was like, I was figuring out that like, I knew that I wasn't straight for one. And I knew that I loved the look of um, female gendered clothing way more than male gendered clothing. And so I would say that 
I didn't really think about my actual gender identity until after I started like dressing more femininely. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was feminine and I knew that I had always been feminine, but I didn't really connect it to the fact that I didn't feel completely male. Mm -hmm. And there was even a time later in high school, even actually after, I think it was after high school, it was like right after high school where I thought that I was like full on like trans. Like I thought I was like a woman. And even up till up until recently, like like a year and a half ago or something, I was like, I've been, I was questioning myself. I was like, what would happen if like I went to like got, got went on hormones and like tr- changed my name and like what all this? And I realized that it wasn't necessarily my my path um, because I still do enjoy like being called male, being a man. But I also enjoy just not giving a fuck. Right. Like, (laughs) I just realized that I don't need to conform to anyone else's expectations. Right. um, And that I just need to be me. And if I feel like I am a he or a they or a she, then that's what I'll go as. And I'll just take it day by day. I don't know if I, in the future, if I will... um, if I will decide if it's on my journey to do hormones, start hormones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt it, but I mean, I'll never know, but I'll just take it day by day. And yeah, that was a pretty long intro of like my gender, but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like ever changing. It's yeah. But- it's like a, a really complicated thing and it's different for literally every person like the way that one person feels about especially like even being non-binary i think Mm -hmm. that is such a blanket term for so many things um that it's like like nobody really knows what it means because like there are women who identify as women Mm -hmm. but still like or who who would really be like androgynous mm-hmm. i would say like oh they're non-binary but they're like oh no, no I'm, I'm, I'm a woman yeah but like it's just like like wh- what does that actually define as like there's yeah. not really like a, a true definition yeah it's, it's ever changing it. and like i it's it's very hard to tiptoe into this kind of some subject because i don't necessarily um, identify as uh, as trans although right. I'm technically not I technically identify as a different gender than I do did I was assigned at birth right but I personally don't identify as at all trans right um but I know that I'm queer and I know that I'm like not 100% male yeah but like I, I was thinking about it the other day and like I forget sometimes that like you're you're technically a male like I, like I just like you're just like you're just Eric like I, yeah. I don't even like yeah and like it should be that way like we shouldn't mm-hmm. tech like when we think about someone the only person that we should really even care about is like who we're ourselves. sleeping with and what yeah, who ourselves and who we're fucking and exactly what we prefer like yeah. it, it why does it even matter yeah. but it does because mm-hmm. a lot of people invest a lot of energy and a lot of time mm-hmm. and a lot of like their emotions into their pronouns and their gender identity yeah and i think that's more of like what this episode of, is about more than like yeah. us and who we are yeah um because like my i don't know about you but like my whole life revolves around tiktok because i'm unemployed so like the only thing that i have to do is run my small businesses that i have and watch tiktok all day um and my entire tiktok is just a bunch of queer people people that are on the lgbtqia plus spectrum Mm -hmm. people of color like i i couldn't tell you the the last person that i saw was like a straight white person like it's just like unless it's someone making fun of them or something like stitching but i don't even see that like if i and if i do i like not interested so that shit is like out of my my worldview but it's just like the experience that so many people are having in especially in our country i don't know if this is everywhere but our country anybody that is challenging the status quo 
anybody mm-hmm. that is especially people that are visibly queer and yeah. by that i mean like people like titus mm-hmm. who are you know who could be a male but they wear women technically women's clothing which we're going to get into yes um or like drag queens or people that um feel are are seen as visibly trans or or whatever you you feel is unnatural Mm -hmm. to like mostly straight white people um they're being like attacked Yep. over something that literally has no effect on their daily life yep and um as a as a straight person i've never had to like stop and think about that mm-hmm. and my my straight pr- privilege goes like why is it like worth going through all of this like why is it worth the energy but like mm-hmm. if you think about it like if if i were put I don't want to be in a man's body. Yeah. Like if something happened and my husband and I were switched into different, into Freaky Friday, I would lose my freaking mind. Yep. I would lose my mind. And that's, I think the way that people should start thinking about it Yep. because that is literally how, if correct me if I'm wrong, how they're feeling, yep. they're put born into the incorrect body. Mm-hmm and um they're doing what they can to fix that through surgeries hormone replacement hormone therapies um and science has come an extremely long way yeah and it's incredible what can be done now yeah Um, and see like we need to we need to like appreciate that It's, it's come a long way and the only thing about that is that again like i kind of said earlier about it's kind of it's kind of hard to tiptoe around some of these things because there are a group, de- different groups of people within the trans umbrella or the people in the lgbtqia plus community that um try to gatekeep other people and their identities and what should be identified as trans and what shouldn't be identified as trans yeah. and what experiences are different between like people that are um, what the difference between like transgender and like transsexual is. And if right. there even is a difference now, if people still use that, which yes, there is, but it's just, there's a big thing going that people are just are trying to, um, like I said, gatekeep other people's identity and other right. people's experience when that shouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And personally, I have some opinions, but they're not necessarily, they're not important because if you don't agree with something, then, and it's not your life, then why say anything? Like you're not going right. to be able to do anything about it. So it's like, whatever. But like, that's also part of the reason why I don't identify as trans. Right. Because I have met many trans people, like 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 female to male and male to female, who mm-hmm. have gone through um, much harder things than I have, mm-hmm. and I don't classify myself in the same category as people like that. Yeah, because although I am not necessarily the binary male or female, I don't think that I am. I don't. I'm, See, I, that's the thing is that everyone's experience is different. So I can't say that I don't embody what being trans is, but I don't know because I don't feel that I experienced that. And I can't say that for other people either. Right. So it's, it's just one of those things where like, I just respect, try and respect whatever, whoever. And -hmm. if they say that they're trans then okay, you're trans, like, right. Whatever. And like. You don't it's, like question it. Like if that yeah. is their, if that's their identity, that's, that's their identity. Yeah. Yeah. Where you draw the line though, is people that are identifying as like a different race. Oh, fuck. Um, because, it's, and it's a lot of, again, straight white people that are doing mm-hmm. this. Um, well, if, if they can be, 
if they can be a man, then I can be Asian or I can be a bowl of spaghetti or I can be a dinosaur. And um, what you're doing when you do that is you're completely mocking someone else's existence. And you can disagree with the whole idea, whatever. If it's something that you don't believe in because of your religion, which is bullshit, yep. um, whatever, that's that's one thing. But mocking another person's existence is a level of disrespect that shouldn't, I, I think, shouldn't really be tolerated. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things that I have never understood, that I have experienced firsthand by yeah. my own family and and people that i used to acquaint myself with yeah. um and it is just like it shocks me that still in 2020 well now 2021 yeah there, there are still people grown adults older than we are i'm mm -hmm. 28 mm -hmm. that still revert to insulting people based on simple concepts Though it, yeah. it may seem, you know, complicated when you get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Your gender, your age, your race, all of that is a very, it's very simple. Yeah. And people still like want to insult you based yeah. off of those, those very small things. It just blows my mind. And then kind of not kind of going off of that night, not necessarily like the exact, we'll just talk about gender in general. Um, for those of you, I mean, most of the people that I, for I, the thing that I list that listen to this are people that are kind of in the same kind of headspace that we are. Mm -hmm. Not maybe not as educated as as I or you are, but they kind of understand the whole difference between sex and gender. Yes. But for those of you that don't, um, sex is what you were assigned at birth, what you are biologically, what yes. you are, um, what your chromosomes, what your genes say. Um, and then your gender is what you, f what you feel. Um, and so, and then of course that's completely different from sexuality. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. That's a totally um, different. But thing. the thing about sex too, is that people think that for, it was widely, what's widely accepted even in science now, for the most part, that there aren't just two binary sexes. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, there are male and female. They're like the main sexes but there is a whole spectrum of there's something like 17 different in between variations of 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 genes and and um, um chromosomes and, se and sexual characteristics mm -hmm. that people are born with yeah and the way that people try to like you were saying like people that um try to insult people or try to use science to discredit someone's experience. It's like, no, like even what you think, you know, about science and gender and sex may not, and probably isn't the whole truth. Mm -hmm. So I would just say before you judge anyone or before you try to discredit someone's gender or discredit someone's experience or sex to educate yourself look at one, look at scientific journals, look at articles written by queer people, um, look at the DSM, which is the, um, the psychological um, handbook for different, different mental illnesses and different, like uh, what gender dysphoria is under. It's not in there anymore as a mental illness. Mm -hmm. um, and like gender incongruence, the difference between gender incongruence and the difference between gender dysphoria, which is a whole nother thing. Um, if you don't know what I'm saying, just look it up. <laughs> we'll, I'll, we'll try and put some resources in our, um, uh, our link tree on our Instagram. Yeah. You can go and check some things out and educate yourself. But again, if you are unsure about something, or if you, um, think that you're, you can discredit someone or you don't know about a certain topic, just look it up. Just look it up. That's yeah, all Google we need to do. Free. The internet is free. I mean, no, not the internet is free, but it's mostly free. Articles mostly online. So just if you can have internet access, which everyone does, mostly everyone does, just look it up. Mm -hmm. Not only for me, but for everyone. <laughs> and then let's um, 
go right into our trash for this episode. Yes. <laughs> if you're ready for that. <laughs> yes. Um, Not respecting this... people's pronouns. Yes. So uh. <laughs> pronouns in schools yes. are taught as she, her, mm-hmm. he, him. Yes. They, them is taught as a plural of yes. she, her, he, him. Yes. But now mm-hmm. they, them is taught as for well it's not taught it's it is understood Understood, as anyone that is non-binary um or of a queer yeah community uh, yeah so beyond that there are other pronouns yes it is okay to ask someone yes what are your pronouns Yes. So I do not misgender you. Yes, and and it's not what are your preferred pronouns. They are what are your pronouns. <laughs> what are your pronouns? The preferred pronouns question is outdated and yes. it's it's just now like getting into like the mainstream mm-hmm. and it's already out. Like it's already yeah. outdated out the door. It's not like a preferred thing. It is it is a you are Yes, he, I am what I say. You I are am. he, you yes. are they, you are them. Um, yes. you are Z. Z mm-hmm. is a is a is a fun one. Um yeah. so it's just it's just like a sign of of basic decency, yeah. I think. Um, and you'll see a lot of people put them putting them in their bios on mm-hmm. their social media platforms, yep. their LinkedIn. Um, that one has been really interesting to see. My husband is a recruiter in tech and he said that it's a total eyesore, but it has been so helpful, especially yeah. um, with just the influx of the trans community coming out in the tech space. Yeah. Um, during the pandemic because yep. people have been more comfortable to come out. Yep. Um, so it's been, it's been a influx of, of a pronoun update on yes. all of the social media platforms, but not respecting them is just like, it's like, dumb. why, what, what's the point? Why, why call a, an obvious woman, Mm-hmm. a man because you yeah. are assuming that that they're a man like yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me yeah it doesn't make any sense and like one of the main things that makes me think of um i used to follow this one youtuber i'm not going to say her name because i don't agree with her anymore um but she used to do uh used to travel around the u.s and she used to do talks about like gender and um, her experience as a uh, transgender woman in American society and society. And one of her main things that she used to do is that she used to um, debate other people who had different opposing views than her on gender and, and, and trans- transgender and people, tra- people that tried to tell her that she was still a man, that she mm-hmm. was a man. And there was this one interview that she did with the asshole Ben Shapiro, if you know who Ben Shapiro is, he's mm-hmm. complete conservative asshole. And because he knew that she was transgender and that she was op- so open about it, she he called her he and him the whole interview mm-hmm. because he was adamant about saying, "Well, you were you were born as a man, so I'm going to call you he him." It's like, okay, so what would happen if I was talking about these issues and I didn't tell you that I was trans? Right. You, would, you would call me as a, a woman because that's what I am and I'm, you're, I'm presenting as a woman. Right. So it's just, it's disrespectful for one and it's outrageous for two. Like, mm-hmm. And like people say, well, I don't, I, I won't call, I won't call you by your, what you identify as or what you, what you want to be as. Well, it's like one on a day-to-day basis, how do you know? Other than right. someone like visibly like like androgynous or whatever, mm-hmm. and two, like why would you go to great lengths just to find out what's in someone's pants? Like that's like perverted. Exactly. <laughs> like unless you're trying to fuck them, like don't why worry does about it. Matter it. exactly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It, so, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, 
what I have always done, if I don't know someone's pronouns and we've just like gotten deep into conversation and I'm either not comfortable or don't know, don't have like, cause I have a lot of anxiety. So once I get into a conversation, I don't just like come out of nowhere and say, Hey, what are your pronouns? Mm -hmm. Um, I always just use they no matter what, oh, yeah. like, it's just like a blanket, easy way to refer to someone. Mm -hmm. And it's a good way to not insult anyone. Yep. Um, I think this is also really important to do with children. I almost, yes. I, I used to work with children and I never referred to them as she or he. I always referred to them as they because most often children are forced into a gender role. Yep. And if they are feeling like I don't want to feel this way, um, I don't want them to feel like another adult is calling me a she or another yep. adult is calling me a he. So yep. I always try to be very gender neutral. Use yep. they, um, you a lot of the time, not ever referring to them as he or she. Yep. Um, so if you're ever in a situation where you either are intentionally disrespecting someone's pronouns or unintentionally doing it and are trying to break the habit just mm -hmm. use they and yep. and just stop the habit in your tracks because yep. it'll save you and whoever you're talking to just a lot yep. of of heartbreak and and pain yeah and even if someone has like someone you don't know even if they have a stereotypical feminine or masculine name don't ever assume anything until you either know for sure and ask them or they tell you straight out so yeah just yeah, use the like, as a like neutral I, term in the south i went to school with girls that were named like bryce and guys that were named bryce like i i it's just like ugh. I always get so annoyed whenever people are like, oh, but their name is, is Brock. Like, I don't care. They could have yeah, named so. her after her grandpa. Like, who yeah. fucking cares? Yeah. Like, you don't know why someone else is named the way they are or yeah. why someone else, like, girls have deep voices. Like, I don't have a high-pitched voice. I have mm -hmm. a very low, manly-ish yeah. voice. I know that I do. And no one has ever asked if I'm a dude. Except yeah. for this one guy on Tinder. He thought that I was catfishing him. Um, <laughs> That's different. Wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he thought that I was sending him pictures of a girl and that I was, like, her transgender brother. I was like, no. I'm no. just, like, not as skinny right now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dick. <laughs> But, like, it's just, like, like stop caring yeah. about what is between people's legs. Yes. And just let them fucking exist. Yep. If they want to tell you, yep. let them tell you. And then if you're not okay with it, fuck off. Like, they're just people. And then, like, also talking about kind of trash, but, like, also what I've learned to be, like, really be happy about and really be like very appreciative of are um people that don't give a fuck mm -hmm. <laughs> people that just accept you for you yeah like my friend like you and some like other friends who just don't give a shit like yeah when i first met them first met you i was outwardly identifying as male mm -hmm. and like it's changed over the five six years that we've known each other yeah um and it's whatever and even like going into like like romantic things like you were talking about like tinder yeah <laughs> that reminded me um for the longest time like trying to find like a male because i i like men i like men <laughs> shocker <laughs> <laughs> um my romantic my romantic um tendencies are for men like i talked about in a different different episode that i identify as like demisexual but like romantically I want wanted to fall in love with a man. Like that's mm -hmm. what I want. And my whole dating experience has been fucking shitty because people, one, they either want a manly man, which is dumb. Yeah. Or they don't know 
what I what I am, and so they mm-hmm. don't want to match with me. But finding someone that doesn't give a shit and just right. likes me for who I am mm-hmm. is another great thing. But okay, let's let's keep let's move on. <laughs> let's go into our eat it up. What's your eat it up for this, this episode? So I have been getting all of our groceries at Whole Foods, and I before you say like, oh, I'm a bougie bitch. It is actually cheaper for me to shop at Whole Foods than for me to shop at Safeway. Yep. So um, do with that what you will. I order everything on Amazon Prime and they have it delivered to my house in two hours. And it's always better than anything I get at Safeway. Yeah. Um, so I got this Windy City Caramel Cheddar Popcorn Mix. And you know those buckets of popcorn you get at Christmas? Yes. It was that in a bag. And it was the best fucking bag of popcorn I've ever had in my whole life. And I am going to get it every single time I make a grocery order from now until the end of my life. Because, like, I have never had cheesier popcorn ever. And it's from fucking Whole Foods. Like, everybody is like, Whole Foods is for hippies. I will be a hippie forever if that means that I'm going to get that popcorn. That cheesy popcorn. It is so cheesy. And it's like the fake good cheese, too. And the the, car- the caramel that's on the on the popcorn is so thick. It's like caked on there. And putting them together, the, the cheese is so extremely salty. And the caramel is so, so sweet. When you put them together, it's like perfect. Nico can't eat it, so that makes it even better for me mm-hmm. that I get to eat all of it. I lo- I absolutely love it. It's my it's my new favorite snack. I I don't mm-hmm. think that I'll ever out eat it. And my new um, migraine medication makes me lose weight, and there's nothing I can do to control it, which is freaking fantastic. So that means <laughs> like I can eat it and not at, like feel bad about it yeah. at all. And I'm just that, like, that reminds me of like um, Disneyland. And how we always get like giant pickles. <sighs> and over in uh, Frontierland, like right across from the Jungle Cruise, there's that that market that sells, they have, or right next to Jungle Cruise, they have the cheddar popcorn that they sell mm-hmm. there. And they also have the giant pickles. And so mm-hmm. I always remember getting the cheddar popcorn from Disneyland and the, and the pickles and fucking taking yes. pieces of pickle, a piece of cheddar popcorn and putting it on top of the pickle and eating it yes. at the same time. Oh, so good. We uh, at Disneyland, I mean, like, Disneyland should be closed. It absolutely should be closed. Yes. It should be closed. But if we don't go to Disneyland soon, I'm going to bust a blood vessel in my eye. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. Yeah. I got, we got to go. I got to eat. I got to yeah. eat. I need a hot pickle. I need a caramel apple. I need some freaking chocolate dip pineapple i need mickey waffles i need so many things i just want to go and eat i don't i don't care about the rides i don't want to ride the rides maybe like twice on the little mermaid just to Mm -hmm. like get some and then it's a small world and that's it yeah but like literally i just need to go there and eat yes do you have any eat it up (laughs) i didn't i hadn't really prepared anything but i made this um from whole foods again we we got some groceries delivered yesterday Uh or Went and picked them up yesterday from Whole Foods. And I made, I had been craving ever since I had COVID, um, roasted chicken. Mm-hmm. And so we got a five pound chicken and I made a whole roasted chicken last night. And it was so fucking amazing. I like freaking took the butter and I put rosemary and garlic in the butter and I stuffed it under the, the skin. Oh, yeah. And so it got all brown and crispy. Oh, it was so good. Oh, and then I made a gravy out of the drippings. Oh, oh man. I yeah. still have some left over. I'm not hungry right now, but I kind of want to go eat it. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just because it's good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it tastes so good. But yeah. That, we had a chicken finger salad for lunch and it was good, but it wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the look because. Yes. This gets, this is going to get us kind of back on track. Yes. <laughs> back into our. Our, <laughs> our little ADHD thing. moment is by is gone now. Um, so <laughs> this week's look is that clothes do not have gender, and yes. we're going to talk a little bit about inauguration outfits because yes. Michelle Obama fucking killed everybody. Yes. Um, so clothes do not have a gender. 
I know that there are sections in the store. That's just capitalism. Okay. Clothes were not, they, well, technically they were made with a gender. Women were supposed to wear dresses. Men were supposed to wear pants, but then women started wearing pants. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that broke the patriarchy up. So when women started wearing pants, they said, fuck everybody else. We're wearing pants. Okay. The only reason they didn't want women to wear pants is because they didn't want people to see their vaginas. All right. <laughs> That's the only reason. Uh-huh. So anyone can wear any garments. Yes. Men need to, my husband is texting me. Men need to start wearing skirts. Yes. Okay. Like out in public, not just for TikTok videos, not just for like cute little pictures and wear them out in public. All mm-hmm. right. Women wear the power suits, like yes. put them on. I like, I, what I want is for you to go into the uh, other section, go to a, go to a section that you do not normally shop in and yeah. do this with your kids too. Like if you have kids, take them to the other section. Let mm-hmm. them go and shop and find like one or two things, even if it's like an accessory mm-hmm. and learn how to shop throughout the store and shape your wardrobe because it's not about like, it's about the cut. It's not about what it's made out of. Does yeah. that, does that make sense? Like, um, there are the way that the fashion industry is built is to take all of your money. Um, They put, they make women's pockets smaller so that they have to wear purses so that they have another thing that they have to buy. Mm. Um, They make men's pockets larger so that they feel like they have their hands free so they can do more with their hands, right? So they feel more important and they can, you know, be more powerful, whatever, (laughs) rah, rah. Um, The buttons even on jackets are on different sides because women are predominantly um right-handed and men use their their left hand to do less so they have their their jackets open one way so because they're riding usually with their other hand i never understood that i always thought it was because it was like women used to take off men's shirts for them or used to like be servants for them so they would be on the opposite sides would be easier for women to do it too i thought that was part of it too it started it started with like the the servantry but Mm -hmm. then like in the 90s it transitioned into like the workforce yeah ideas makes sense so it's just like like stop letting the fashion industry tell you what to do Mm. and just go figure out what your actual style is because clothing does not have a gender it's just fucking fabric it's just fabric like literally like women if you don't have a pair of men's underwear in your drawer you're you are so fucked like they're the most comfortable thing ever ever yeah to wear ever like i like i steal my husband's underwear all the time because like fuck women's underwear they're so uncomfortable and they're so much more expensive Mm -hmm. women's clothing on average is like 0.2 or two times more expensive than men's clothing yeah especially like undergarments Mm -hmm. women have to wear bras Mm -hmm. when men generally have boobs just the same size as women exactly like it's just like what the fuck yeah so like yeah i've talked about it before but like i i don't care anymore like the only stereotypical or like gendered clothing that i actually own out of the men's section are like t-shirts and work pants Mm -hmm. everything else i like it's it happened it started like right out of high school i just started going and looking everywhere because i realized that it's all cute in the women's section so (laughs) cuter and so i go went over there and so like almost every single piece of my clothing now is meant to be a woman's garment yeah and i don't give a fuck i mean no (laughs) it's like one of those things where it's like if it looks cute then buy it yeah like if if stores would restructure and they would sell based off of fit alone right 
and not on gender because mm -hmm. there are women that are built like men mm -hmm. so if they had a square section and they had a pear section because mm -hmm. they're pear shaped men they're apple shaped men there yeah. are men with big oasses mm -hmm. big oasses like like you need to shop for your shape mm -hmm. and your your interest not mm -hmm. for your gender it's just like oh it just it just irks me yeah i hate i hate when i go on websites especially mm -hmm. websites drive me nuts when i go on there and i am looking in the i search for something right i'll search mm -hmm. for like joggers and it'll pull up like women's only like women's joggers yeah and i look at the men's section joggers and those are so much cuter yeah and like, they're the same I they're want the, these the, why didn't it pull these up yeah and they're like this they're like the same kind of colors the same kind of like look yes. but they're and they're cheaper which is yes which dumb. doesn't even make sense same <laughs> brand everything yes like I didn't even specify what gender I wanted. Thank you. Um, but you pulled up women's joggers for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it, it just like, it boggles my mind, but I, I just like, I want people to stop shopping their gender and start shopping for things that make you happy and yes. spark joy. Yep. I could, I, I get really heated. Like I'm red. I am hot. Yes. <laughs> I like, I, I went to school for fashion merchandising and I, I hate it. I hate yeah. the whole industry. Yep. I should not have gone to school for it because <laughs> now I just like, I loathe it entirely. And like, even like, even like the, the, the fashion industry, like it is rooted in, um, the patriarchy and rooted in. Oh, 100%. In misogyny because um even like something related but kind of completely off the wall like the drag community like mm -hmm. designers that design for people that do drag it is we were just talking about this the other day about how personally me i'm a petite person like mm -hmm. i am plus size i'm a big bitch but like my frame is like small for mm -hmm. a man Yep. Like for a, someone that was assigned male at birth. I look more like my mom than I do any of the men in my family. And so when trying to buy garments for who, yeah. for me or if I want to do like big drag looks, I'll go and look at this dress and it'll be a size 18, size 20, the size yeah. that I normally buy. But it'll be like a foot too long for me because most men are six feet tall right. and I am definitely not. <laughs> right. And yeah. so, or they'll have these like giant freaking shoulders. Cause yes, I have big shoulders, but like not anywhere right. near like what. So they, they would have, I would have all, all this room in like the shoulders and I'm like, what the hell man? Like yeah. even these things that are supposed to be like women's clothing or like made for like a womanly shape is like not. <laughs> yeah. The, so thing, I just... the thing about fashion in general is that it's made by men for women. Mm -hmm. um, and most menswear is made for men by women. So they, they've kind of swapped it up. But as in drag especially, you don't see a lot of small drag queens. It's a lot of very large men yep. performing and they're usually the ones that make it big because it's especially like Latrice Royale is a perfect mm -hmm. example of that. Yep. Um, she's a big bitch, but she's a big, tall big, man. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> just like a, an attraction thing. Like yeah. they're more but attracted like, to that. And then like, even so when they are smaller, it's mm -hmm. usually short skinny mm -hmm. men or the, that are the more popular ones right they're not the closest one person that we talked about kind of that was is kind of like in the same shape or same thing as me as like ginger minge for example mm -hmm. but even her like i've met her in person and she's taller than me so it's like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like you you get into like a a segment where you have to like kind of sh shop in the petite grandma's section literally me 
Like my, I have to buy like plus size petite pants, yeah. like jeans and pants, because although I am have a big belly and a big ass, like my legs are short and they're so skinny. Yes. <laughs> and we were so, talking about this the other day. We have a photo shoot coming up for the podcast. Yes. And my new website. And um, Titus was trying on outfits and uh, he put on his drag pads and some <laughs> jeans and while he was putting on his drag pads i like saw his full legs for the first time and i was like what the fuck <laughs> legs, his legs are so skinny i have and the never... thing about that is that i they're the fattest part on me and like they're still you still think that they're skinny <laughs> yeah i like i just i was like what the fuck <laughs> and I, that's the thing is i don't think that they're skinny oh but... i think they're skinny <laughs> i think they're real skinny but my thought my thighs and my legs are i mean big bertha so <laughs> like from my knees to my to my hips it's just like it just like gets just like big all the way around like it like a cone like you know? <laughs> I think we've completely lost track. This episode is so out of this world. Let's just keep moving. Let's go on to our lady boss. Yes. Okay. So let's go to our lady boss, um, Ella Imhoff. Yes. So if you don't know who that is, it's Kamala Harris's stepdaughter. Um, yep. She is a knit maker. So she makes um, knit hats and purses and um, she does a lot of commission work her commissions are closed right now but she is working on a full brand um mm -hmm. and she's going to be making her like number one piece is going to be these really cute knit pants yes and she's currently like in school to be a knit maker so this is her like business Perfect. that she's building yep. um but if you if you haven't seen Ella Imhoff as a mm -hmm. as a human being and mm -hmm. as an ex, as an existence, she's just like the most interesting little angel. Um, yes, she's a you know a tall, skinny, white human being with mm -hmm. short, curly hair. Around the time of inauguration, her hair was definitely more of like a fro, um, but now uh, today. Her hair is, is much shorter. Um, mm -hmm. She is uh, just a very, when you look at her, you can, she just kind of reminds me of an alien. Like, you oh, know, yeah. those people that- they're The best way like, possible. Yeah, yeah. Just like so cool and just mm -hmm. like, just so chill. Um, but she is, I'm sure she's going to do incredible things because the whole family is just fucking cool. Yeah. Like- they just are. Um, mm -hmm. So I wanted to celebrate her and all of the monumental things that her and her family are doing right now. Yes. Um, and just how, how precious she is as a very young magic making human being. Yes. Um, so Ella Imhoff will make sure that we do a, a full thing yes, for on our her. Lady boss. And, um, um, her her knit pieces are, are so cute. She just yes. did this tweety bird bag oh, and it's not like like you see people make like scarves and hats and stuff mm -hmm. like that it's not it's not like your grandma's no crochet. it's on a completely this is it's like, on a completely different level like art work knitwear yeah crazy level masterpieces so yeah, my, my favorite thing that she's ever done um was uh the that i think it was like it was like a a, a crop jacket that was like green and black and green mm -hmm. and pink it mm -hmm. was the cutest like streetwear style yeah jacket but it was completely made of knit it was like completely yeah. knitted and i was yeah. like what the actual fuck like yeah how do you do that <laughs> yeah she there she has a lot of videos um yeah. if you're ever interested in knitwear uh it's not like crochet um there are actually machines that you do it on it, it's a very tedious and complicated process yes i do not miss knitwear at all it was my yeah. least favorite favorite medium um but when you get into it and you get addicted to it you are you are completely addicted and she i think that she's gonna have some really really cool stuff coming out so yeah um so um i don't think that she's accepting commissions right now because of yeah. everything that's happening yeah but um it's you should you should go support her on um all the 
all of, of her platforms. Um, yeah. And she also has like her, her main account right now is her stylist page. Um, the, they post more of what she is doing because of the inauguration and everything going on with Kamala. Um, but once Kamala is more settled, then Ella will, you know, go back to normal life and she will be less in the political limelight. So, um, but it's at Ella Imhoff. It's just her name on Instagram. And um, you can see what she's doing and her website is up, but it is under construction. But she does have a sizing page for her upcoming line that she's going to be releasing. So um, you can go and check that out if you're ever interested in getting any knitwear um, from her. Some good stuff. Um, so yeah. let's move into our look at her segment. Uh, um, obviously, look at her is going to be Lady Gaga. Yes. For the second right. time on this, on this podcast. If anyone watched the inauguration, you know that it was the most incredible Lady Gaga <sighs> moment that <sighs> we had probably all year. Yes. Lady Gaga had had a huge year in 2020 with Chromatica, yes. but also with the with her opening for the for joe biden mm -hmm. being at the inauguration well after he was elected yeah that after that awful week that we all had waiting yes. to find out if yes. he was going to be our president <laughs> um and we were all just like hoping that we were going to get a gaga concert out of it and mm -hmm. we did yes. and she was absolutely beautiful she was stunning Ugh gorgeous i i've I, she's i mean she's always been beautiful like she's always mm -hmm. been like earth shattering mm -hmm. but this look that she did for the inauguration ceremony was just like unreal like just unfreaking real yeah i've never seen her in anything like that it was yeah, a it was a drop waist velvet black dress with this huge bustling red skirt Dude. yes I, I mean i thought she was gonna go down when she was going me too downstairs. she I always, like, thought she was not fall this is not a time yeah but and, and like the, the, the showstopper for me was one was her hair her hair was amazing it was just oh yeah fucking crown like the way that she did like she she had like the ribbon in her in her braid around her head yes but that brooch that pin Oh yeah, the that she had mocking Jay moment. Mocking Jay moment. I died. It yeah. was so good. <laughs> it was incredible. And she was just like so uh, Lady Gaga, I don't know, not a lot of people know like <laughs> where she started. Yeah. She started literally the smallest of the small. Yeah. Okay. Like you name it, Lady Gaga has done it. She yep. worked her way up all the way up to where she is now yep. like she did the super bowl the super bowl was a big thing for her mm -hmm. right i think nothing on the planet will ever top doing what she did today yep. Yep. um she was so i think overjoyed that she was so i feel happy. like she couldn't breathe yeah like <laughs> she was just too. like just just when she was walking out even when she like um just walked out i was like she is fucking glowing she is beaming. oh yeah she was so excited and so happy yeah just think like being the person that sang the national anthem at the inauguration of the first ever female vice president yeah like yeah, yeah. when you've done like, so much for oh, women empowerment and women yes. growth she, i mean she's just she's just and let's not even mention like she is actually like friends with joe biden like they're actually like yeah close friends yeah which is again it just makes me like so much happier and so much like one respect her so much more that she like has this friendship with him yeah but also respect him so much more because he has this friendship with her i know it's <laughs> just like like you can be joe biden and be friends yeah. with lady gaga like exactly what, what the fuck <laughs> it's like but, so cool but like also like so great at the same time and i'm, yeah, I'm just yeah, i'm just so happy beautiful. and absolutely it was absolutely stunning yeah, um the I only other person that i want to talk about is um 
Mariela Fernandez, she's mm -hmm. she's a TikToker, she's an influencer, mm -hmm. um, but she's a non-binary unicorn, incredible human. Um, she just makes these TikToks where she talks about mental health. Um, she reminds you every day, wake up, hydrate, wash your face, wash your vagina. Um, she calls it a culo. I don't know what that I don't know what that means. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not your vagina. Kula means ass, yeah. Okay. Um, and and just to like wake up and like attack your day. And um, I just wanted to I'm gonna share a few of her TikToks on our Instagram stories yeah. because I think that she just needs to be shared with the world because she yeah. she keeps me going on my worst days. She's just like the most hilarious human being and um I think that she's the perfect face for anyone that feels like they're not sure about their gender identity. If mm -hmm. you need someone to either look up to or to help you figure out what you should do, mm -hmm. I think she's a perfect place to turn because yeah. I think she has a very good grasp on who she is as a human being and she has a very good grasp on gender um, as a whole and what it means and kind of how to navigate that because she's, she's done it. And yeah. it's a, it's a fun, a fun account to follow and, and a fun journey to kind of be on. Yeah. She's just got so much good energy that yeah need. <laughs> okay. So, uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Um, if you want to follow us anywhere, just go on to our Instagram. We're at pink vinyl podcast. Um, and we're also on TikTok, and we have a YouTube channel where we upload our episodes. Um, we try. We can also, we try. Yeah. Um, you can find, find me, follow me on my journey at glam Titus on Instagram and Twitter, TikTok, and then soon to be YouTube. Yes. I know I've been saying it for the past like three episodes, but it's going to happen soon. So I have time. So it's going to happen. What about you? Um, you can find me everywhere at Sophia Ufia and my new website is at pink final place. Um, things yes. are up and moving and going and, it's 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 happening things i'm so are, excited things are coming so yes. um be sure to check that out and um yeah yeah well love you guys yeah we'll Thanks see you next time yep bye bye, bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pink Vinyl Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Pink Vinyl Podcast for more information on our featured topics and behind the scenes nonsense. 